Good morning, good morning. Good morning, God. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Heavenly Host. Good morning, all of you. Good morning to this day. Father, have your way today. And all that you have for me to embrace during this encounter, that we receive more of you to release in the atmosphere. For you are greatly, greatly needed. You are greatly wanted as a father, as a provider, as a healer, as a friend, as a defender, as a way maker, as the rock, the shield of our protection, as the way, the truth, and the light. Life. You are life. You are life. You give us you. You are that. You release your love. You are that. You are faithful. The characteristics are who you are. That's your divine DNA. And we are in your image. We're not just spending time with you just to spend time with you. You're showing us who we are in you. That's how we Christ-like, being like Christ. The exact split image of you. We dedicate our lives over to you this day. Renewing our minds this day. Our minds stay on you. Focusing on you. Not even having a hunger to know every step of the way. You building up our trust to have more in you. More trusting in you. Not even caring about or concerned about how, when, what, who, where. We just simply yield and follow. Follow. We following. We're following. We're here this day. Following. We receive this day, following. We know this day, following. We declare the creed this day, following. We rejoice this day, following. Making a joyful noise, following. Count it all joy, following. Being restored, following. Redeemed, following. We're following. We're following. We're following after you, after your voice, after your presence, after your way, your path. We're following. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Again, I say I'm following. We're following. We're following. Our yes says that we're following. Our standing firm says that we're following. Being available, being open to be used, we're following. Being slow to speak and quicker to hear, we're following. Denying our flesh, following. We're following. We're following. No more of who you are, we're following. Being persistent, we're following. Consistent, we're following. Fire up for you. 
With your fire you put inside of us. We're following. Our following says yes. And your answer to that yes is amen. We're following. Now take no thoughts to tomorrow. Or even think about yesterday. We end this day. A new day. Going further. Much more. Greater. We're following. After your greatness, following your grace, we're 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 following your mercy, we're following your mercy, we're following your strength, we're following as we're following, we receive 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 as we receive, we believe as we receive, we believe much more. Stirring up our faith, working our faith, was working our patience. Entirely blessed and wanting nothing. We're following. God took me into a very important conversation when him and Christ shared together. They had a conversation in the kingdom. Remember, Christ is an exact split image of God. And I'm not talking about in the flesh, in the earth, before. Christ knew ahead of time, same as God knows. Christ knew ahead of time he was coming here. It wasn't no surprise conversation. Hey, son, can you know? They both share the same heart, the same thought, the same passion, the same everything. But Christ is not our father. He's a son of God. He said, say with me, our father. He never said your father. There's a song, one of the verses called, Jesus is our God, is our God. He is our God. He's not. He's not. He only say what our father say. He only do what our father do. That's what he said. In Revelation say, don't add in my word. Don't take out my word. I never said, I am our father. I am not your God. I'm in the image of God, same as you. Everything he passed to me, he had me to pass to you. He gave me all the power and authority. And I give it over to you. In any case, I would have set you at my right hand. You sit where I sit, next to our Father. That's why he said, be as I am. That's knowing who you are. Christ already knew he was coming here. Him and Father always was, always is, always will be. The way they are, the same. They never change. Only reason how we change it because we have spirit, soul, and body. They are all spirit. 100% knowing, aware. Let's allow our spirit master to rule our flesh. Imagine this for a second because this is exactly what's happening. Everybody was created spirit, soul, and body. Everybody's spirit knows exactly who they are. The spirit man is created to know. 
to speak to God, hear from God, receive from God, to release in the atmosphere, communicate with God. We cannot talk to God no other way but in spirit. Our spirit is truth. But nothing of God is a force. That's why everybody on different levels. Spiritually. Because some of us are more serious than the others. Seriously. When it comes to everything, it should never be a challenge to be who you really are. It's the other way around. It's not challenging to love those who hurt you, knowing who you are, knowing what to say, knowing what to do. Messiah. At any time, you see the word, hear the word, understand the word. So if you're not changed, you don't understand. And not understanding, misunderstanding, it's just a lack of knowledge. Our spirit wants to overrule the flesh, but it's up to you to have that to happen. That's what you call a faith walk. A love walk. I, I love God so much. I so love God with the love that he so loved me first with. He gave, there go, I give. Everything he does, you do back in return. That's all he's showing us. I gave you everything. Now I want all of you. So I can bless you, fill you, multiply you, replenish the earth as it is in the kingdom. And God took me to that conversation. Him and Christ shared together. And Christ knew before God was coming that he was going to come and have him to send himself in the earth due to his son here in the flesh. Before he even created Adam, he already knew he was going to send his son. And he still decided to create. God could have said, never mind. Just by having the thought beforehand what would take place. But also our father saw it through what he had written. Regarding other people's decision as to not knowing who they are. And he still wrote it. Because the end to the beginning is so much more glorious than the beginning to the end, I'm trying to tell you. Hallelujah. It's so much glory that your son be sent here to give himself for all of us that we would never ever have to go through a decision to make between good and evil ever again. We wasn't granted that favor in the beginning. God could have created it that way in the beginning that we would never be able to detect. But he had it that way for us to always be able because of one man's decision. 
And he knew when he told him not to. You think God didn't know that he was going to do? Even before he had the conversation. And he still chose to do so. Even after they ate off the tree. He wasn't supposed to eat off. God called out to Adam. Adam was afraid. You know the story. But to put up making. After God said what he said to both of them. Out of what they wasn't supposed to do. And what happens now that you've done what I said not to do. He still was there. Because he's the same. Still faithful. Still kind. Still gentle. But if you do things out of God's will, you're going to see things out of God's will happen upon your life. And you cannot get mad. Accountability is very important. But I advise you to stay with God. Hallelujah. And they shared a conversation. God didn't have to show me their conversation. I'm sending you in the earth a split image of me. That's the important part of the conversation they shared with me. Now is the time, my son. They looked at each other already knowing, not with sadness. Father, you be glorified. We're walking with God day to day, talking to God day to day, living like God day to day, wanting more of God day to day. But when we follow, we follow. We don't follow looking to the left and the right. That's not Christ-like. That's not what Christ done. This is how Christ showed me our walk with him. We're in a tunnel. He has a fire as a light. You cannot see ahead of you or behind. All you can see where you currently are. And you trusting in him being behind them. That he's leading you so much. That you're not asking no questions. What's around in this dark place? What's behind me? Where we just leave from? What's the name of it? How it looks? What time is it? What's ahead of us? What it look like up there? You're just following and as you, right where you are, the light shines on your present. And look how much glory is in your trusting in him, in your faith walk. Not even knowing, but still trusting in him. That's all he's doing is building up our trust in him. Because it's all he does is trust in God with his whole heart. How does it really feel to live to only say what your father say and do what your father do and nothing else in the middle? If something in the middle, you embrace something on each side of you. That is the trouble. You unguarded your heart. I thank God I made it right with everybody in my life who done wrong to me. Now tell me about that love walk. 
in the midst of God saying to you what's about to happen to you and you still endure without complaining, without venting, without getting upset, but your heart could be heavy, but you still say, Father, I'm following. You go alone and you weep because of the punishment, the hardships coming your way. But that moment you endure, sometimes Christ may show that light ahead of you and you see where you just came from. And he'll give you a glimpse as to what you see in ahead of the future, which is called a prophecy. Seeing things beforehand, feeling things beforehand, because he exposed your beforehand in your present. Sometimes he'll give us a peace to a vision. We've got just a peace. Do you know that peace is the vision? Without that peace, there is no vision. It's like completing a puzzle. That's why he saw it as a puzzle piece. It's not completed without that piece. Who wants to complete a puzzle without all the pieces there? But with God, it's the opposite. With that one piece, that is the puzzle. Because without that piece, there is none. And even when we get weak, his strength is made perfect. That's him carrying us. That's why I love, I really enjoy that poem, Footprints. That person saw one set of prints. The whole time those were Christ's footsteps, picking you up, carrying you. It's something about the seaside, the shore, near the water. I'm trying to tell you. It's something about that encounter with Christ, that atmosphere. Maybe that's where Christ liked to dwell, to soak, to think. But one thing I do know, Christ likes to come away. And when you're walking like you're supposed to walk, talking how you're supposed to talk, due to you encountering how you're supposed to, just like your Father and your Savior, receiving Holy Spirit as your comfort, you're going to find yourself coming away without God even having to draw you away. The tap in to what you know, your norm. It's not abnormal to speak in the supernatural, to live in supernatural. To live supernaturally. That is your norm. That's, what, that's your DNA. That's your originality. That's where you're from. That's who you are. Not here. That in case you will be staying here. You're not. None of us are. If we thinking that earth way of doing things is such a challenge, then you're not open to receive anything you cannot see supernaturally. Sir, simple as that. He gave us a perfect example with Thomas. Blessed are those who believe and have not seen. You don't have to know everything. Don't complain in your heart as if God don't know. That moment God was about to say to Christ, Christ already knew the day God was going to come to him and say, now is the time for you to go into the earth. And you're going to the earth in the womb of a woman whose name is Mary. As a child. Here you are in the image of God as a grown man 
coming in the earth in the form of a child in the belly of a virgin. The dreams are starting to get much more to the point God happened. When things seem to be much more and you're less understanding it, you have to calm yourself down and really, really allow God to speak to you concerning it. He would never release anything unto you for you not to know. I'm going to tell you what the greater works are right now doing things, doing that this time for things like that is that he gives you a word to what's happening. See, back then, people would go to somebody for a word. And the king will come and find children of God to interpret things. God gives us and grants us the gift of interpretation. You understand? We can interpret it. Things that we don't really understand. But when you calm yourself down, God begin to speak regarding it. And, I, and you can tell when God has you to grow in those areas. Because what you used to feel like, you don't feel that way anymore. What you used to know, you're beginning to not know as much as you used to regarding that. Because it came up higher. And it's nothing but God calls us to become more better. More sharper. And we already equipped. We don't become equipped. We already equipped. We've been given armor. That protects our anointing. Protects us. And most importantly, we've been given a voice. We've been given a voice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It don't matter what time or day it is. When God say go and do. Yes father. It's going to be times when God show you beforehand. What you're going to say and do. For the next day. He will prepare you. By having you to be open. And willing to prepare. To receive all that he has. To release unto you. That's how you exceed and excel. Due to your readiness, your openness, your availability. And now I'm starting to have dreams where I have to really be still. Because I used to be able to interpret it just like this. Like, now it's like, wait. A lot of things happening at once in a dream now. This don't mean that because that means that. And you know, your spirit man allowing you to know what is that and what's not that. So I have to come up higher and soak in the presence of God. Receiving revelation as to what he means. Because there are a lot of animals are coming to me. And I mean wild animals, you know, pet animals. All at one time. And I will always be in the woods. But before I gave my life to God, Making Jesus Lord over my life. These animals used to try to attack me. And I was like, what kind of dream is this? And I mean, it'd be cows, horses, especially cows. They'd be tied up and they tried everything they can to get to me. 
And sometimes there's no escape from that. And they looking at me like, I'm trying to get you. I want to get you. I, I can't. I'm trying to get out of this. And they tied up very good. But they're trying to get out just to get to me. I'm like, why do you want to attack me so much? Father, why do they want to attack me so much? Now that I'm walking successfully with God, know who I really am. Now these animals coming to me. And they love is so aggressive. It's kind of had me nervous in these dreams. You know, imagine a bull or a lion coming to you, trying to kiss on you. I'm like, hold on, you a lion. Why are you over here? Seriously, even house pets, birds, kittens, dogs, all kinds of pets and wild animals. He had me riding on a deer like I was on a horse night before last. And I'm like, what? And it was a baby deer riding me like a, a horse. And parents, mother and dad just watching. I'm like, I don't understand this, Father, but, you know, just go ahead. In the midst of the dream, I'm like, what's happening here? I'm riding on a deer, but he's riding me like a horse, and we're going fast. Seriously. I have to soak his presence and see what that means. And these animals, like, they are very aggressively, overpassionately on me. I love animals, but be honest, I, you know, I don't want to be around them that much to the point they running all over me, kissing on me, licking on me and stuff. Come on now. Hippopotamus walking around. Me. Come on. And the thing about it is, God had me for the past two days. Walk in the woods, y'all. And it's always at night. There are other people around me, but they're panicking. You can feel the animals in the woods. Some of them begin to wake up, some of them don't. I gotta stir myself to walk, like don't be afraid, and I'm not. And as I'm walking, some will get up, some won't. Sometimes they all get up. They change how they feel when I come around. They went from, you know, how they created to protect themselves. Detect strangers in their habitat. To say, looking, from looking like they're ready to attack to ready to submit instantly. That's been happening, especially last night. Like, what is it? And then God showed me his conversation with Christ. And let me tell you how amazing this is. He was on God's right-hand side as he is right now before he even came to do what he had to do. But God has granted him authority as our Lord, as our Savior. But he returned back to his seat. He was sitting there already. I saw it. And God looked at me looked at God. Then he had to say much. He already knew what time it was. It's time. That's big to me, guys. For our Father to already have a plan to have us connected back to Him once and for all in the midst of Him creating 
heaven and earth. Regarding one man's decision. Before that one man was even here to make a decision. Christ already said. Father. Regarding that. Jesus. And we walk around here. Troubled. About the things that's happening in the earth. When we're from the kingdom. My mother asked me an important question that many people are asking each other now. What are your resolutions for the upcoming year? I told my mother, I don't have any. I don't even know why I ever even said something like that because others were saying, I don't even have any. Because whatever I'm thinking to do, that time is now. It's now. I'm not going to wait for that day to make no fresh start. It's now. Every day is my first start. So, you know, the same for you. Giving God your best, your all, without complaining. If God have you to minister somewhere at a certain time, if not on time, be early. Because you're there representing Him. He's watching. That's not Christ-like to show up late and knowing you can help it. Nobody lifestyle is that, you know, any busy, not busy at all. When you have to be late for somewhere God had you to be. Your priorities must be in order. And how can they be in order? Give it over to God for them to have them in order. Stop wanting to end so much so fast without going through the process, taking the necessary steps to get to learning the teachings to become better. We just want the reward. The teachings is better. That is your reward. Because you became better, sharper, much more equipped. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something. When you do things of God, it may seem strange for some things. But just see everything through of God. People are going to try to wonder what's going on or figure it out. Or look like they're not receptive. Whole time. They're listening. They're watching. Same as they've done unto Christ. I thought I was waking my neighbors up every time that God get me on here. So I keep it down. But the walls are not that thin. They just can identify a different sound. Due to being hungry for change. Here go God. I'm going to place you in this building. Under these people. Because they seek change. And when they move. I'm thinking I'm loud. God said no. They just hear the sound. And they want more. They're listening. They're not going to show you all the time that they're listening. Hallelujah. I have friends from Bogama Town, Kenya. Wedding was yesterday. And honestly, I forgot all about it. Because, you know, my sisters and brothers in Christ there, 
they speak, you know, way, you know, they plan way ahead of time. They've been telling me this since January, you know. I'm like, okay. And they stopped, like, in July. And I forgot, honestly. I know they was getting married, but I forgot the actual date and time. Because I knew I wasn't going to be there. And here you are, the bride and the groom. Having a special recording. Doing your special day. To have me to be a part of it. You could have just had it live. Or you could have did it any other way. You chose to have it recorded step by step. So I can feel like I'm there. Because I am actually there. In spirit. That is truth. Hallelujah. It's so amazing how God can use you to make history places. Their wedding is history. In that village. During that part of town. Because they did it traditionally. That's all they know. I'm going to buy who I want. When I feel like it's time for me to marry. I'm going to look around. And find who. You know who's suitable. There was no love. It was just conveniency. Okay. You pretty young. You like you, you do good with you know housework. Cleaning and everything. Look like you can please me when I want to be pleased. All right, I'll take you. Let me get some cattle. Go to your father. And the fathers always, they don't say no. They want the cattle. And the more cattle you have, the more wealthier you seem to be. Because in a village, that's how you live due to your cattle. You produce your food. You get everything due to your cattle. And you make them to cause them to continue to produce. And she was bought very young. But an adult. But a very young adult. Without even a say so. Or you know. Yes I want to. Father why? How come? How come? Because that's how they was grow- they grew up. That's how they was taught. You don't ask no questions, you just go. We give you our love, we love on you. When you get a certain age, because we know your time is coming near for someone to come and buy you. And here God is using me to go by myself to meet some people who I never physically met and still went alone. And God said, don't even explain too much to people because some people would not understand and I'm not going to have you moved. When your heart is open to go, you're yielded. Because sometimes people can talk us out of what God have us to do. Or have us to feel some kind of way about what we're doing. All kinds of things were said to those who got me to, you know, explain who knew what's going on. You're going alone? Do you know where you're going? You're not going to come back. They're going to keep you there. They're going to hurt you. They're going to harm you. When God said go, I asked him. He asked me on the third day. He took one day for himself, one day for his son, and his spirit of truth. And he asked on the third day, go. So when he said go, I already went. So nothing else can, you know, get in the way of that. And I didn't allow that. 
That's why I don't tell and we not to tell everything that God is doing for that specific reason. Because many don't understand if God didn't say it to them. Hallelujah. I will never forget that feeling I had when I stopped up my seatbelt. I knew I did it there. I mean, I'm sorry. No going back from here. Plane about to take off. And I looked up to God, looked up in heaven, and I said, Father, if this don't so happen to be what it's supposed to be, I'm going out trusting in you. And from that moment forward, I've been seeing so much grace and glory because that was not easy to do. If Abraham didn't come away with God, for God to show him that encounter, to show him all the stars, and release to him, you are father of many nations, they wouldn't have had that conversation. God still saying today, from that day I made that decision, God still saying, well done for that. And I know you have decisions you have made. People try to talk you out of things. And you still went and done what God said. And there have been times where God say, and we didn't, due to being afraid. And what do we do from there? Learn from that mistake and never let it happen again. Hallelujah. And God said, finish the testimony. Okay, God. So I went to the town. I saw all these women being bought. They were very young. Younger than me. And I was, you know, in my mid-twenties. They were younger than me. And I was like, you know, God, there's no love here. And they just come up with their testimonies. I've been bought. I was bought. I was bought. Love, kiss, hold, touch, want to be touched. No. And God changed that. Help me to release a word to change that. And they got married. And then he bought her over seven, eight years ago. They have three children. The oldest is what? 16. Oh, wow. They've been together for 16 years. And they got married yesterday. The way how God have us to marry. And they celebrated so well. Everybody was cheering them on because history is being made in that village because of one woman's obedience due to God's vision for that line. Now, if I was afraid to not go, many would not receive what God had to say through me in that way. You cannot be afraid to go. God, when he say he will keep your feet from being moved, and when you make a declaration to God and say, no man can take my life unless I lay it down. You understand? When you give up your spirit, that's saying, God, I lay my life down. So whatever happened from here, it just happened from here. And many have went home to be with the Lord due to that. Just like Stephen, Stephen did. Before he got stoned, he commanded his spirit to go with God. Father, I put my spirit in your hands. 
he given up his life. He laid it down. Because he saw that it was no coming out of that hardship punishment. Those were some hard punishments back then. Being beheaded, being crucified. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A lot of hard punishments. And look at today. Look at the laws today, guys. And many of these laws were made by people who don't even believe in our God. Yet had to submit for the children of God to continue to prosper without being touched. A lot of hard punishments were stopped, forbidding now. There are no more fiery furnaces. Being hung. They still have executions. But not in that way. Even they stopped the, you know, the electric chain. Then they just have a lethal injection. You don't feel anything. Just go to sleep and never wake up. And to see that wedding in that line, there about to be a whole lot of, a lot of other weddings <laughs> from those who are married. And these are great leaders then. Great leaders then. To sit in the company of kings and queens in that part of Africa but my host not showing up. And guess what, guys? My host didn't show up. He wasn't able to get whatever he had to get to get to, to me. And he wasn't, it wasn't no way for him to tell me that. Because when my phone left out of America, there was no, and it turned on some worldwide at the time. It was no worldwide service, nothing. It was nationwide, actually. And I'm paying for worldwide service. You wouldn't know till you actually leave out the nation. But now they made it, you know, you can't use your phone. But then they, you wasn't able to. The service I had. Because he, he couldn't call me. I couldn't call him. He sent two other guys. Not one guy. Now you got two strangers coming to pick me up. And they looked like they scratched up. And you know, like they, you know. I started thinking all kinds of things. I walked past them guys. I said, I'm not going with them. And they got to sign up with my name on. It ain't me. <laughs> Here I am going to the office. The station where you transfer dollars into shillings. I said, okay, God. I'm going to go back. God said, go ahead. Go to them. Let them know who you are. And they told me. We knew who you were. We looked you up. We wanted to you know, make sure you legit. Coming with us. So I'm in the car. And the whole time I'm thinking, God, if this will happen to be what you don't have it to be, I'm still trusting in you. I just kept making that confession. And here we are in the house of a king and queen in Nairobi. Mansion. They got guards opening up the gates. Handmaids all in there. I'm like, what? Now, if I would never went, I would never experience that. And here they are sitting me down, washing my feet, preparing food for me, having me to freshen up, kids serving me, handmaids serving me, guards protecting me. 
and they asked me, did you come alone? Yeah. You came all the way from America to come here by yourself. Yeah, because God told you to. That's your answer. They, I, I said, because God told me to. And you came because he said that. Yeah. My God. My God. They start really calling out the handmaids. Come, 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 come. My body, your body. Polly, Polly. <laughs> to serve me. She gets whatever she wants. And I had that type of treatment. My host came. I was like, hey, what's up? At first I was like, you left me. But I was like, hey, what's up? Hands, feet in the air, fucked up. Laid back, chill. People doing this, doing that. Filing my nails. I'm telling you for real though. I'm not playing. That type of treatment. I was like, I, I was like, what's up? I'm good. I ain't leaving. <laughs> Belly full, everything. Go lie down in this bedroom. Of this bedroom. Of this bedroom. Of this bedroom. Relax yourself. We take care of everything from here. I was like, hey, I ain't going nowhere from here. Because they were so amazed that you listened to God that much. And they said to me, we are kings and queens and we wouldn't have ever did that. We wouldn't have done that. We've been still preparing for God to have us to know why he's saying that. And here you are by yourself in a woman to come alone. I didn't look at it like that. A lot of people see the significance in you that you don't even see. I didn't see it like that. I just said, God said, go. I went. Went. At one time this morning, I thought it was like five something. God usually get me up. It's one time this morning. I had to wash my face two times. But you wouldn't have known that until I said it. That it wasn't that easy getting up this morning. Because it was earlier than I usually get up. That's why. But God didn't have me to know what time it was. I didn't even look at what time it was until I actually got on here. After I did what God had me to do. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. God honors that. That's why we see people be so blessed and glory be upon people's lives. Because of what they do in their secret place. That's nothing to do with God valuing them more than you. No, it doesn't. That's an excuse for those who don't want to come up further. He just loves you more. No. Now you're lying. He is no respect of a person. Hallelujah. My son's school, let me quickly testify this. My son's school message all the parents through a uh, text not a phone call they had to get the emergency phone to text every parent through email at one time they couldn't be in the office attention all you know this high school parents we on lockdown due to a threat made by a student outside of the school so we have to lock down. Remind you, last week I just read a breaking news of a young man, if I'm not mistaken, 15 years old, who went to school with guns, with a gun his, his parents left on the table for him to grab. Went to school to retaliate 
And that morning, he, went, he was called to the office due to his behavior, his conduct. And they dismissed him. And when they dismissed him, he took out the gun. See, when I was in school, we had metal detectors. And then it came to the point, man, whatever happened, happened. Because you kids get too sneaky with these, you know, with these weapons. You got metal on all over. We got to do more work now. Now we got to have you take off your shoes. You got metal in your shoes. Now we got to sit there and hold up the line for your shoes, your jewelry, your cell phone, your change. Not even having a heart. You know what? It saves somebody else's life. So you, t- you don't even do the metal detectors no more in most schools. I understand why some of you parents want to keep your kids home. Let it be for God's reason and not your protection. Not your reason. But I can definitely understand where you're coming from. But let it be what God wants. I can totally understand. For things like that. See your kid to school and you get a phone call. Come to identify your child's body. Seriously? Seriously? So I got that text that they school on lockdown due to a, you know, a threat from a student outside of school. I say, oh, no, no, no. Not up in here. There was no worry. I just called the school back. I didn't know they couldn't answer. They were in shelter in place. I said, oh, oh, no. Father, you already know. You already know. My son coming home. These kids coming home. We not going to have that. There are no breaking news in that type of way. Not up in here. An hour later, get another text. The lockdown has been lifted. Everything's fine. The student happened to threat another student. Due to, you know, neighborhood stuff. You understand? But who is to say if my son was in that class sitting next to that student who he was coming to retaliate towards, against? But because we give our kids over, trying to tell you, you don't have to worry about nothing, nothing. And stop worrying about your kids. If you gave them over to God, stop trying to protect. Be the parent. Not the protector. Not the defender. When you try to be that, then God, you have him out the way. He knows what's best. I was about to pull my son out of school a long time ago. I I let him be home with me. Because he had teachers that was disregarding him. Didn't want to be bothered. Even with other children, but I, I can only speak for my son and speak up for the other kids. But my child is with me. He's my responsibility. So I say, uh-uh. I'm going to take my child out of school. I'm going to have my child at home. I'm going to quit my job and take care of my child. I don't care, God. You know me. And I do it so well. Better, actually. God said, no, keep him there. And that was over, what, 10 years ago. And here I am receiving a text last week. Thank you for having your son here. Thank you for choosing the school. It wouldn't have been better. It wouldn't have been, you know, we love his presence in so many words. It wouldn't be the same without him. 
I gave it over to God. Everything that we give to God, He'll give you an answer for. Hallelujah. So this day, this day, God is taking you up higher. Whatever area it's in, just continue to see it through. Continue to see it through. It wasn't so easy this morning to get up. I see Father, thank you. I was like, oh God. Oh God. (laughs) Help me, Lord. (laughs) I didn't drop nothing. Didn't make no noise. I gotten so much good at it. You understand? There's no falling asleep while I'm talking to you guys. Hallelujah. I thank God for growth and I'm still growing. I thank God for whatever he placed in my hand to bring forth his glory to do so. I'm trying to tell you guys. My, you know, my focus on increase is not based upon materials, guys. It's based upon me increasing in God's grace. I love his grace, I'm trying to tell you. Grace will have people give unto you. Because you give. You give your life. You sow your life. And you reap the benefits because of it. If I would have been afraid to go with these two gentlemen that were sent to come to me. None of that would have happened in that land. And I wouldn't even encounter all that I encountered. I enjoyed that treatment. And trust me, I'm going back. Trust me. I'm going to visit them again. I want some more of that Chapati in Uganda. I'm trying to tell I want some more of that. I sure do. And I thank God he sent me to a part of Africa that the people are very humble. But you have to be very stern. It's not what you say it is. It's not what I say it is. It's what he say it is. And they was like, to see such a woman like this, They kept considering me to be like Esther. Bold. Speaking up. For what's right as a woman. In a place that women don't even speak. Not even able to voice their opinion. And because they saw such in a woman. It changed the laws in that village for the other women. And guess what God had me to do while I was with them. I served them. But they was trying to serve me. I washed their feet. I polished their toes. Had them feel beautiful inside out. Let them wear some of my makeup. I sat amongst the women. My sisters. Who felt like they were touching my skin. Rubbing all over me. Wow, you're so soft. We never touched a mazuku before. I didn't feel like I'm no different than you. We still daughters of God. I'm just from a different part of the earth, but we all from the kingdom spiritually. And they enjoy. They give me their testimonies. And I gave them minds due to our laws here. And they received our laws here and changed them in their land. Freedom. 
liberty, authority, love, faith. Some things I said the same day, different days, the same thing. Can't get frustrated. You have to use your authority with God when you go around different parts of the earth. I stamped that. Many was coming to me thinking they're going to just get, 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 get. No. I have a word for you so you have to ask. Because the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. Peter said, you know, silver and gold have I not. He didn't mean that he couldn't get any. All that he's seen Christ done. There's no way he couldn't get any. But he wanted you to know what I have is far more precious than that. Because when that money run out, then you stuck where you were at first. You know? No, let me give you a word that will set you free. So you won't ever have to be in this situation ever again. Look how far God brought us. And you think about the testimonies in your past. You will never see yourself like that again. In that way again. And even if you go through similarities due to, you know, persecution, your response would never be the same as it was in the past ever again. It's always increase. We're gaining. We're gaining. We're gaining. We're gaining. Hear this. We're gaining. We're gaining. We're gaining now. Stop trying to understand everything. Lean not to your own understanding. I saw that wedding yesterday. Everybody was, you know, like, wow. We can actually get married and actually love. We can actually be in love without being bought. Now, guess what? They're not buying women anymore. They're coming to the fathers. Or whoever they want to come to if the father's not there. The mothers or whoever. They come to somebody over the woman. And say, you know, I choose this person. I want them. Can I have them in my life? I want to bless them with my presence. You understand? Now I need them to cook clean, all that. Now they're helping and men there don't cook. They don't clean. It's forbidden. And now they're starting to help. I'm trying to tell you that's history. That's why they made sure they showed me every part of the wedding. Due to a video recording. Because of the God in you. We are here encountering this today. Thank you. Every moment it could have been an opportunity for them to do whatever they wanted to do. I was by myself. But instead, they protected me. And I mean, they protected me so well, y'all. I go to the market. They had me in a hotel. They told the hotel people, don't tell nobody she's here. Support her. Have people there watching over her door. Don't you leave out of this room until we come and get you. Okay. It was that real. For real, though. And when it, when it rains, it pours. Electric go out, I'm in a dark room in a place where I've never been, in a town I've never been, stirring myself up every time. So when God have you to do something, just do it. Father, thy will be done. Have your lifestyle to be Father, now is the time. Now is the time. God saying, well done. <laughs> He's really honored that I got up this morning the way I did without asking any questions. I love you guys so much. It's my time for now. Greater is he. Enjoy your game. Greater is he who's in me than us than he who's in the world. I love you. Mwah.